Welcome to South Fort Gab, where we are creating unity through stories. My name is Stacey Anderson, and I have my co-host here with me, Mitzi Peterson, who will introduce our guests. All right, so we've had Mitzi Lester here with us today. He is the second child of four. Her parents saw Susan Kate. She grew up in Monaco, and said, "You are you," and she graduated with her bachelor's degree. She currently resides um, with her husband of seven and a half years, Brady, and they also have a two and a half year old daughter named Flo. Uh, Mackenzie spends her time taking care of her family, tied up for her dad, and eating out with Taylor Swift as much as she can. <laughs> Well, thank you guys. I'm so excited to be here today. Yes. And do you know what my favorite part about talking with Mackenzie today is that she was so thoughtful and sent Mitzi and I the best chocolate soldiers. And Mackenzie, can you tell everybody the significance of why these chocolate soldiers are basically incredible and why you're inspired to send it to us? Well, we're kind of talking about what we might want to talk about today on the podcast. And we were talking about holidays and traditions. And I remember Molly's going to grandma Alton's house and she had the chocolate soldiers, no matter what time of year it was. I'm pretty sure they had Christmas candy, but at grandma's house, they were an all year candy. And we would go downstairs and sneak them out of the freezer and do all kinds of things with the chocolate soldiers. So I just felt it was appropriate to have them today. Mm-hmm. And these are so good. Like, they are so good. I mean, they're not exactly how you remember this. <laughs> they're exactly, and really, this, I know. There's no time for that. They're going to be gone in five seconds. So, but Mitzi, because Kenzie and I are kind of talking about it. Were the chocolate soldiers in a separate freezer or was it you opened the fridge and then there was like a freezer inside the fridge? Do you guys remember that? Hmm. I could have sworn that there was like it was this old fridge, and you'd yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they were in there. So I mean, that seems right because I just feel like I remember sneaking. <laughs> yeah. So we got in a secret compartment. <laughs> I think at Grandma's house was always free for us to have but we always were always like oh i don't get this in my house so we mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> yeah i'm going to put those in my uh, kids stockings i think That's good. um mine are not gonna make it till christmas so <laughs> <laughs> yes that has a lock on it that i don't know the code to <laughs> um but with that being said what we're here today is we're talking about traditions and uh, in spirit of Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas and all the things, uh, we just wanted to talk about the importance of connecting the past with the future and why even traditions are so important. So Mackenzie, can you give us your hot take on that? Yes. So this is actually research-based. It's not just my opinion. But the reason why traditions are so important is because it can create a sense of belonging in families. And it's it's one of the key factors in creating a strong family because traditions create shared experiences. It also allows the older generations to connect with the younger generations 
And I think if you go long enough, it can literally connect you to the past of your family that maybe you didn't even get a chance to meet or you were really young when you knew them. But it just creates a sense of community and shared values. And it's the way we can teach one another and bond in ways that you don't get otherwise. Yeah. And I agree with that because seriously, when I opened that package, I was like, are you kidding? Like, it was just the coolest thing. So really, I thought it was just so fitting that when you talked about traditions and just the nostalgic nature of, you know, because really, I definitely feel just so much closer to you. It sounds so like cliche or whatever, but I'm like, this was just like the sweetest, most thoughtful thing, you know, with that being said, Mackenzie, um, can you share with us maybe do you have like a personal experience where that that has really like come to pass in your life? Yeah, I think one thing that's really blessed in my life is the cookbook that Mitzi made for us. Because I was, I never got to meet Grandpa Pay, and I was only 14 years old when Grandma died. I didn't have a learner's permit yet. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like having that cookbook and everyone always kind of talks about the food that Grandma made, like the rolls and the caramel and the the pie. And I remember some of it, but not as much as the people who are older than me do. And that's been a way that I've been able to like connect and know her by making some of her recipes and seeing her handwriting and just knowing her as an adult. And I just think that's also something that my kids and the future will benefit from as they get those recipes too. I, I that's awesome. I am glad that you like it so much. And it's funny because when I go through Grandma's cookbook also, like I'll make sugar cookies for her pumpkin bowl or something, and my boys will be there, you know, oh three well and thinking and but a lot of times, um even recently my boys are like, Well that's what grandma outings to do, you know, and so that's how they start connecting it. And as you start to cook and different smells come into your house as you're cooking. I feel like all those like floods of um, emotions and things come back. In fact, I was like, just thinking about um, grandma's rolls. I don't know if you ever had grandma, but I remember this one. Well, grandma used to make rolls all the time. And this one time, for some reason, I did that we weren't going to go to her house for Thanksgiving. And I remember all the siblings were so mad because we're like, we always have Thanksgiving at her house. Why are we going to a restaurant on Thanksgiving? That's just so stupid. And I can see now where, like, in my mind, I'd be like, that would be so nice because I don't want to do everything. But in my own mind, I was like, Grandma, it's not Thanksgiving without your rolls, you know? I remember that, too. Actually, I do remember that. Mackenzie, do you have, um, like, traditions that have been kind of passed on throughout the generations? Or just kind of tell me, like, what uh, traditions that you're currently doing and maybe what your siblings and all that? I think that's unique and it's something to examine. I think we associate traditions so often with holidays, but in reality, they don't have to be associated with a holiday to be forgotten and, and to give that lasting impact. One thing that we've implemented in my family among my brothers and sisters, uh, uh, sister-in-laws, <laughs> um, is on a person's birthday, whether it's at, we usually go to dinner, but whether it's at dinner or in like our family group chat, 
we each take the time to express like something pretty specific that we love about that person. Um, we saw a quote that said, the things that we say at funerals are what we should say at birthday And that was very impactful for all of us. And we thought, you know, we, we don't always say really specific kind things to one another the way that we should. And that's become something that's super meaningful in our family. It's always a really neat experience. We feel, you can just feel the love we have for one another. And I think it's always fun to say nice things and to say nice things. And so you said, do you guys have a group chat so everybody sees what you write? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. It's always there and it'll be there. Mm-hmm. And Mackenzie, I actually really love that you brought up the fact that traditions don't have to revolve around the holidays. Um, so my question is, since you seem like you're very into traditions and stuff, like, have you created any traditions? I was thinking about um, one tradition that I want to, well, I was thinking about some of the traditions that people I know have that aren't around holidays. And I was thinking you can tie them to sports. I know Brandon's family is like big into March Madness and I think they do a big bracket together. And that's something that I know they really look forward to. You can do it around, like I said, birthday seasons. I This was another tradition that I wanted to share. My family always went on a fall like leaf ride or hike. And my dad would tell us that, oh, there's Dr. taking the leaves to tell us that winter is coming, and that's something that Grandma Alpha told him. And so, you know, I told my mom used to tell me this, and so it just, you know, brings up those memories, those times. That's another way to connect past those years, learning a fall leaf ride. We do traditions with general conference. I make stones, and we get together and block it, listen. So you can do it around all kinds of things, not just, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving. I think that's something really cool. It's just like always what traditions they we have. They're always like, I don't know. <laughs> There's actually extensive things we do. I think we just, sometimes we don't think of it as a tradition, but you know, like we love to go for walks around the lake before. It doesn't have to be anything big, you know. It doesn't. And I think that's something that we often, we just make an obstacle for ourselves. It doesn't have to be as hard or grand as we make it in our minds to be. One thing I learned from a mom of a student that I taught, which I think is great perspective, she said their family loved a Christmas carol and they would read it every Christmas, right? And she said, in reality, we've missed a few Christmases for whatever reason. But when she first her kids talking, they were telling their neighborhood, oh yeah, we do this every year. And she just said that thought for you don't have to do it every year. If you miss a year, you're not a failure. As long as you do it enough and consistently, like it's going to give that same effect of a tradition. And so I think that's another don't be too hard on yourself if it doesn't work. Oh yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, I like how I 
sometimes, you know, we have all these decorations, and my boys are always so the decorations up for whether it be Halloween or Christmas or whatever it is. This year, I'm just so tired. I'm not, I don't want to put all the decorations up. I just put like one thing and I put a decoration. And at least you're doing something, and, and they always look forward to it. Just thinking of just our whole conversation um and especially with thanksgiving coming up i love that we used to go to Catherine's house and uh you know uncle tom's house i guess it was back then but what i loved is there was just this unspoken tradition that everybody wrestled but i specifically remember jason brown because he i think was a wrestler and he was just like super pro but he just like schooled everybody (laughs) I actually really think about that like every Thanksgiving of sharing Christmas with the Browns and and especially Jason just because we can't um, experience that presently, but we can definitely remember. What is the longest standing tradition that you have? I was wondering, I was trying to think, I'm not, I probably maybe the fall leaf, right? I feel like that one's or I guess happened probably every year since I was born. So we're going on 32. Oh my gosh. So does your, do you go with your dad with Sloan then, right? Like, did you go this year? We didn't. Well, it was my mom this year. My dad was working down Mm -hmm. in Pride's, but I did go with my mom and Sloan came with us. Oh, that's fun. So did you recite the, uh, the quote with Jack Frost? Yeah, we said, look, Jack Frost, thank you. Oh, that's so fun. That's so fun. Are there any music on the side of this family? You want to go first, thank you? No, because I don't have any. Okay. One thing that I am doing with Sloan or trying to do, and I feel like it's a work in progress because she just feels so young, is... um, reading seasonal books and like kind of making those a big deal just I feel like it helps with the everyday life that we experience just to read those picture books about Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and I do President's Day and Black History Month and Valentine's Great Power all kinds of seasonal books and that's something that I'm super passionate about with her I mean she doesn't even always read the whole book but mm-hmm. that's what I actually started collecting books the first two that I taught so uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so this is something I just thought of because we actually my son uh, my 10 year old have some friends over this week and I was realizing some of the little things that you do every day Big thing, like that. Uh, his friend, he, um, he, his dad last year. So, he wants to get cake. And his friends, three of his friends, come over. And we're talking about cookies. And this little boy, he's like, We have always wanted to make a cake before. And I'm like, You've never made a cake before? I said, Well, do you want to make one right now with us? And so I had Marshall, and he had a friend over, and they made cookies with this little boy. And he was so excited. He's like, I want to be a tip when I grow up. You know, like, he had never done these things before. And I do these things with my, like, on a weekly basis or a daily basis where I'm cooking with them. 
And I think those are tickets to like the everyday traditions that you do with your kids. They will remember. Yeah. I agree. I think sometimes it's just the little things. Like in my family, we have Sunday dinner together a lot. It's not all the time, but it's pretty frequent that we're all together for a Sunday dinner. So speaking of dinner with Thanksgiving, what has to be on the table besides turkey, potatoes, you know, those classic things, like what has to be on the table for it to be Thanksgiving? When you say turkey, you have to have grandma's cranberry sauce because it's so good. It's way better than the stuff out of the can. <laughs> um, but I have a funny story about that. There was one year we had just moved to Colorado and, um, we didn't have anybody. We didn't know anybody. And I really just didn't want to focus up for the four of us. So Jared said, well, why don't we just have hot dogs? I said, okay, sounds great. So we had hot dogs for Thanksgiving. And um, and then Mark went to school from that week. And his speaker was like, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you guys have turkey? And Marshall said, no, we had hot dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. I can never do that ever again. So sometimes... This is a hot take if you've ever heard one. I could probably pass on most Thanksgiving food. It's just not my my jam. But I feel like I have to have the pumpkin chiffon pie. Yeah. Well, so what do you even eat on Thanksgiving, Mackenzie? Well, honestly, probably until I got married, I didn't even eat the turkey. So they have growing there. I'll, I'll have some turkey and like mashed potatoes and like carrots and stuff. I mean, I eat it, but it's just like, it's just fine. Not, okay. So it, it's like, yes, the rolls. <laughs> and the rolls and pie. I feel like pickled beets have to be on the table. <laughs> I wish everybody could have just seen Mackenzie's face right now. She is just going to like throw up. <laughs> that, see, that's a pay tradition right there. It's like, you all want those. Oh, that's so good. I love pickled beets. We, we have to grow up with it because um, I love them too. Like, grandmas are the best. I can't have canned beets, but I can have grandmas. When um, GC and Osley were little, I was babysitting one day, and grandma had this ginormous pot of beets on the counter, and um, they were just in the pot. The liquid and everything, and for some reason, I went by the pot and Thanksgiving activities like because I even remember going to again Uncle Tom's house and we would always bring a football and we would throw around the football so like I don't know Mackenzie do you guys have any specific activities you guys do on Thanksgiving my brothers always do like the turkey bowl mm. and I watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or parts of it and I feel like that's honestly about it mm-hmm like, as far as what we do, but... <laughs> All the way around. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, as an adult, like, helping with the cooking, it's just a lot of work. 
I know Black Friday like really doesn't exist anymore, but back in the day, did you do any like Black Friday shopping after or anything? Unfortunately, I'm just so pay me a boring. <laughs> I was like, I would rather pay full price and not bill people. <laughs> <laughs> morning. Yes. But anyway, McKinsey, Marshall's begging me to take the Black Friday. I'm like, you can find a ride. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, like crowds early in the morning, cold, just. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is like your most favorite Christmas tradition that you do? One of my most favorite Christmas traditions is once again, probably not something we've done every year, but we've done it enough that it's a tradition is you do a kind of sub for Santa or an angel tree family, something like that. Um, usually we do them together and it's just like my favorite thing to go stopping for another family and it's it's kind of fun when it just works out where you can find exactly what you need mm-hmm. at exactly the right budget just to know that you're giving the gift of christmas to another family is not one of my are you have you ever like met the family that you served no mm. never have. so do you just like doorbell ditch them or how does that work I mean, we've done it through like a sub for Santa organization mm-hmm. where you just drop it off at the the place. But we we do it through my high school mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, so it's like through there. Um, I think this year I might get to though. Oh, so that'll be a big party with all the people. Oh, that'll be fun. So, what about you? Have you do you guys have any good Christmas things you love to do? Well, let's see. We always love to go pick out our tree together. Um, we always get a live tree. Oh, my God, that's not anything today. But my kids look forward to it. So we usually, and sometimes we'll go to Thanksgiving here. We'll usually go the day after Thanksgiving. So that's really fun. Um, just to pick out the tree and then always making sugar cookies is always really fun um, with the kids because they love to cut out all the little cookies or drop uh, them and everything. Um Sometimes we'll do Christmas pajamas. It's kind of fun to wake up to on Christmas when you're all wearing the same pajamas. I'm still working on those kind of traditions. And I do feel like it's hard when you're a mom of young kids, like, because Sloan doesn't get it. And, like, she, I mean, she gets it, but she's in the process of just learning about it. And same with your kids. It's just, it can feel kind of silly when you're so small and when they're so young, but... Mm-hmm. You have time. And that's another thing, too, that I was reading about conditions is evaluate what works. Mm-hmm. And maybe what worked 10 years ago doesn't serve the same purpose for you now. And you can modify it, get rid of it. You don't have to do it forever. One thing I thought of feel sad and really quick is, like, decorations can become a tradition. Especially, I mean, I try to be a minimalist because I don't want to be a hoarder. Stacy might disagree about this being my house, but whatever. Uh, like having meaningful decorations is something I remember the little glass. I feel like they're meant to hold a candle of grandma's, like the floating candles, but I put evidence in them in her honor because I mean, I was potty trained by her with MMs. I learned to walk with MMs. She always had MMs. So I just put those out, put a little evidence in there, and then I think about it when I walk by. Mm-hmm. And for the record, Mackenzie, you're not a hoarder, so. <laughs> Brady might disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you are. 
I'm not that bad. Spend a little game of outfit in the sauce. So when there's a when there's a deal, it's really hard just to buy one. Okay. You know, it's on sale. Mm-hmm. Also, I just have to say I have like ten candy wrappers of these soldiers on my desk right now. Bunch <laughs> of champions. Mm, seriously, yes. Well, is there anything else that we're missing, Mackenzie, that we can motivate everyone to kind of get traditions going in their family? I think the thing is to look at things you're already doing and and put intention behind it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, set some goals for your family. I mean, we all do, I know. But, like, set some goals for your family and what you want your kids to do. Your house knowing and learning and mm-hmm. make sure your activities align with that. Yeah. And it's worth it and it's important. Especially as someone who is, like, on the younger the younger half of the cousins. It's, we had different experiences growing up. And different experiences and it'd be fun to look back on our shared experiences as adults and be able to connect as adults and like mm-hmm. you know I text Mitzi a lot whenever I whenever I do I'm like wait do you really do this or can I use butter instead of margarine like it's just another way to connect too so mm-hmm. yeah and I think margarine we had margarine all the time as kids I think but that was just like Well, thanks so much, Mackenzie. We're just really grateful for your time and for sharing your wisdom with us. Thanks for doing the podcast. I hope everybody makes some good traditions. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Okay. See ya.